if you're moving the fastest while still maintaining being intentional. I can't emphasize that enough. Like I'm not talking about moving so fast that you get careless or you lose quality or you lose depth, but still moving fast, then you're constantly going to be ahead of the other businesses in your industry trying to catch you. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 555. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Tuesday. I guess if you're tuning in live, which I think a lot of people listen to podcasts a little delayed. So happy week, happy day, whatever it is that you're tuning in. It is 105 degrees here in Texas today. I have workers outside building my greenhouse and I'm like, how are you guys working outside? I went to the store and I bought them Gatorade and ice cream (laughs) because I feel so bad that they're out there working. They're incredible. So our big greenhouse is almost done. I'm so excited. I can't wait to plant for the fall and I also can't wait to be able to go outside and work outside and not have to do it before 9 a.m because it's so hot, which we are almost to the other side. Like I can see in the 10-day forecast some light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm just grateful for the summer that we had. And as much as I hate the heat in Austin and question why I moved here sometimes a lot in the summer, um, it really gives us an excuse to go travel, and it kind of pushes our family into creating the adventures and the memories that we create in the summer because every single summer since I've moved here, we've been gone for four to six weeks in the summer. And we wouldn't do that if we lived somewhere else where we didn't want to leave, which obviously has its pros. But I love and adore our house here and our property and everything we've built. And it's just really, really hard to move from that and the community. I wouldn't say I love Austin because I personally need more nature around me and there's no like mountains and there's not a lot of nature. I mean, there's the lakes, but I wouldn't say I'm like, oh my God, I love Austin. I mean, it's it's nice, the food and the restaurants and stuff, but we've built a really amazing community. And you know, if you have kids and their schools and their friends, it just gets hard. You get grounded somewhere, you get kind of stuck and you and it becomes a really big deal. Not stuck. You're still choosing to be there, but it becomes a big deal to make a big change. And so I think our for the foreseeable future will be in Austin, we're gonna put a pool in before next summer, which will be a game changer. And then it forces us to travel. So, all right, you guys. Um, Today's episode is going to talk about three things that all of our successful clients do, every single one of them, that most people, I think, are missing this. And they're probably, they're things that you probably wouldn't guess. Because I think when I say that, People expect me to have some hack or strategy that everybody's using and it's like, everybody do this strategy, but you guys know me. It doesn't work that way. The strategies are custom. These are more principles, foundational components that can be adapted to the different businesses and offers, niches, et cetera. Before I dive into that and kind of what has inspired this is I've been working on the slides for our upcoming presentation. Um, I'm doing a webinar. It's happening September 14th at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And I'm teaching our 2X formula, how I'm guaranteeing if you imply this formula, 
you can double your business in 90 days from where you're at right now, your audience, your leads, your sales. And it's a formula, so it can be adapted to your business, the niche that you're in, the audience that you target, the offer you sell, et cetera. But also inside of this training, I'm going to be sharing our two most successful client strategies, and then I'm going to share my own marketing strategy. So it's probably going to be a little bit longer of a workshop because it's got a lot packed into it, and I've been working on the slides, and I have never given this level of behind-the-scenes intel and really digging into what our clients are doing and what I'm doing. And one of the bonuses, if you show up live and you actually are there live at 11 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday, is we created a resource that has all of my most successful launch assets. So emails, landing pages, and then we have the intel on our internal launch recap report. So I'm giving you the numbers and then what we actually internally wrote and said, this is what worked well, this is what didn't, this is what we would change. So I'm giving you all the assets, all the emails, the landing pages so you can see them, like all of them. And these landing pages are actually taken down. It was for a live launch, so you can't see them anymore. And the strategy and then our internal recap about what went well, what didn't, what we would change. And so if you want that, you have to show up live if you go to hirschmarketing.com slash strategy, you can save your spot and save your spot um, in this training. And so it's happening September 14th. I'm going to give you our 2X formula, and then I'm going to walk you through our two most successful client strategies and my personal successful marketing strategy, which the last six months, especially the last four months, we've continued to have our best months in business because we've dialed this in so good. So hirschmarketing.com slash strategy. I hope to see you guys there and I especially hope to see you guys there live. Okay, so these are the three things that I sat down and again, it was as I was working on these slides because I wanted to share some of this in the presentation because I think you can learn a lot by looking at what successful people are doing, not to copy the tactics, but to look at the root of it and like, okay, what are they all doing? and then implementing it to their custom business. And how could I take that as inspiration into my own business, okay? So these are the three things. The number one thing, hands down, all of our most successful and successful clients, and a lot of our clients, we help get to this place when they come in because they don't have this initially. They all have a deep, deep, deep understanding of their ideal customer. And not just understanding, but connection and also desire to have that connection. Like they truly love their ideal customer. They want to know them better. They want to help them better. They want to connect with them more. And they take that knowledge and that connection and they bring incredibly strong collaboration to our team. So that means the calls that we have with clients or sometimes we'll do bonus messaging calls. So let's say that a webinar didn't convert or an offer isn't converting or we're just not hitting the numbers that we want to hit. We will have extra messaging calls where the pure purpose of that call is to dig into the ideal customer's frustration, pain, desires, and figure out how we can pull that out more in our communication, whether that be titles to offers, the way we talk about something, um, any way that we communicate. So we do that, but in order for us to do that successfully, the client has to have a foundation 
and a deep understanding of their ideal customer. And like I said, I do, we do have a handful of clients who come in, especially in essential who don't have this. And a lot of you guys think you have this and then you go through my process and you realize you were barely scratching the surface. And that is feedback I get all the time about our messaging work that we have clients do. And so in essential, this is also one of the first things that you do. And that's our done with you offer essential. So that's the first thing that people do is they go through my process for improving your messaging and then being able to take that into your strategy with us because we do a strategy call for essential as well. Um, and so that deep understanding creates that collaboration. And when I looked at our two top successful clients that I'm going to talk about on this training, and I looked at you know the things that they're doing and the things that our most successful clients are doing across the board, they have that deep understanding and connection of their ideal customer. And, and like I said, like it's not a chore for them to do that. They want to have that. And also it's constantly evolving that connection. It's improving, it's shifting, it's changing because as I talk about all the time with different seasons or stages of life or business or whatever it is, things happening in the economy, society, the news, people shift and change and their desires and their frustrations and their problems might shift a little bit. Not like the core of them, but the priority of them can sometimes shift. And so that connection is not like you develop it once and it's good to go. It's like a relationship, right? And what do you have to do with a relationship? You have to put effort into it. You have to water that garden every day and you have to improve that relationship and put the work into that. And that's how I see your ideal customer is it's a relationship. And so that's the first thing. The second thing that our clients have, and this really comes from us, and then we will often organize and push clients, but they are willing to embrace this. I think this is one of our number one differentiators as a team and is something that not all people can get behind. Like I use this to hire. I use this as this is our value, values here. And if this is not your value, you're probably great, but you're not a good fit for our team. And that is speed. Speed to be able to execute. Part of our training for new team members is we actually take and we break down and we say, a client pays us X amount per month. If you divide that by 30, because right, the average day in a month is 30, that equals this amount per day. You need to see the management of the account as it's this much per day. So when we take a day or two to get back copy and creative, which is, that's pretty typical because you have to balance speed with depth and quality. And I've learned that. And I've, I think I talked about that on a recent podcast, but if you take extra days, you're costing that much money, the equal of how much per day, right? So that means our team is extremely, extremely proactive with actions. And so if something isn't converting or if we need to turn around a live launch or we need to make pivots, the speed is so important. And I do this in my own um, team and I've had to uh, really collaborate with my, my own marketing manager because she's super, super organized. She loves planning. She's very organized. She's like the most organized person I've ever met, which I adore about her. But we have had to find this balance and this ebb and flow of like, we can be super organized, but we also still have to be executing 
last minute things sometimes during a live launch because things will come up that we didn't expect. Like we might get back a metric on an email and it wasn't as good as we thought it would be. And so we need to quickly change the rest of the emails in that sequence for the launch. Or we might go out with our initial ad copy and creative and think it's awesome, but the metrics say otherwise. So we need to pivot. We need to get the team as quickly as possible executing new assets. And there's a lot about marketing that you can't predict. You can't predict the results. You can't predict how the people, your audience, your leads are going to respond to things. And so you have to be able to act quickly on how many things you try. And so our team acts really, really quickly. And our most successful clients, well, number one, all of our clients have this supporting them because that's a core value of our team is speed is queen. So I've gotten comments so many times of like, you guys are moving faster, like double as fast as most most agencies. While um, While retaining quality though, that's really, really important is you can't move so fast that you sacrifice quality, but you also can't get caught up in perfection. So our clients have this because of us, but also our most successful clients are willing to execute things quickly because they're not caught up on the perfection. They're willing to say, okay, yeah, let's try it. Let's try this. Let's see what happens. Let's try these five things and see if two of them stick, right? And that willingness to execute quickly and try a lot of things and even fail at some things and have some things not work is so extremely valuable because then you figure out what is and isn't working and you're never at a standstill. So all the time in my own marketing, do we do this? We look at a problem. We look at a place that we're not hitting a goal, which they are there. We're having the best month in business, but there are areas in my marketing that we're not hitting our goals. We're not hitting 100% of our goals. That would actually be kind of lame because then what are we doing? Like we need to make higher goals. So we look at the places we're not hitting goals and we say, okay, what are the ideas? What are all the things that we could do to impact this goal? We make a list of those things. And then we go execute the top priority, top needle movers of that list as fast as possible. That's also what we do for clients. Here's the data. Here's the results. Here's the drop off of the funnel. What are all the things that we could do? Our team will weigh in. Usually it's multiple people, sometimes even me, as I shared last week in in an episode, how I'm in those Slack channels. And then we go execute the top priority things quickly so we can get as much done. And sometimes I go through all the client Slack channels. I do like a sweep, like usually every other day. And I am blown away by how much we accomplish because of how fast we move. And that is a huge, huge asset to business because if you're moving the fastest while still maintaining being intentional, I can't emphasize that enough. Like I'm not talking about moving so fast that you get careless or you lose quality or you lose depth, but still moving fast, then you're constantly going to be ahead of the other businesses in your industry trying to catch you. Okay. The third piece that our most successful clients are incredible at this. And this is something that has in the past frustrated me sometimes when I talk to business owners, whether they're clients or not, sometimes even just friends, because I can so clearly see what the problem is. And I'm like, this is the solution. I promise if you do it, it's going to work. It's going to change things and it's going to put you back on the right direction. And they'll be like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to change. I don't want to adjust what I'm doing. And I'm always really frustrated by this because I think sometimes entrepreneurs can get set in 
Well, first of all, I think that there's a lot of burnout that happens. And I think that's a reality of being a solopreneur, especially if you're wearing a lot of hats. And so the what oftentimes happens is people get set on things like, I will never do sales calls or I will only have automated funnels and I'm never live launching or I will never sell an offer above or below this price, right? And I think that's a really dangerous place to be. The trait and the success, like this third component that I have here, is the ability to pivot and be open to those new ideas, to have that agility. And I have learned this personally the hard way in my own business because there was a time period that I thought, well, my goal is to perfect all our processes and our SOPs and our team and get it running as if we're a machine. We're not a machine. Humans aren't robots, right? And the way that your audience and your leads and your customers respond is going to change. So if the way that they're responding and reacting and experiencing things, and if add on top of that, the platforms are changing and the way people consume content is shifting and technology is shifting and you don't change, you will absolutely fall behind. And so one of the most powerful components that you can have as a CEO is the ability to be open to pivoting when it's right. Again, here's the extreme. Like you can't go to the extreme of this and then constantly be trying a bunch of new things. You have to maintain focus and have a balance in there, but you have to leave like 10 to 15% of your plan, of your strategy, of your initiatives that you drive as a company in your marketing open for pivoting, for agility, for adaptation, to listening to that ideal customer and taking the first one, that deep understanding and connection of your ideal customer and taking that ongoing, ever-changing relationship and applying that to your strategy and being open to facts that are sometimes hard to face like, Maybe your offer got too expensive for this economy, or maybe the way you're talking about your offer that previously worked to sell it is not working anymore. The industry changed. More people came out with offers just like yours. You're not different anymore. Those things happen all the time. And entrepreneurs who deny this and try to continue to force, force, force the same thing they were doing. It has to work. It worked before. I know it will work become so close-minded to the opportunities around them and the possibility around them that they sit in the same place and more likely go backwards for months at a time. And I have seen this so much. I've had people that would come to me and they'll be like, I'm never doing a live launch. I won't do it. I hate live launches. They burn me out. And I'm like, you need to do a live launch. Like I know that's going to work for you. I know that's going to convert your audience and re-engage them and reignite them. You need something fresh and they just won't do it. And I'm going to get real here for a second. Like this, this, a situation like this just came up and they were like, um, I got 72 leads and I didn't get any sales. And so I'm really mad about this, like that my marketing isn't working. And my answer to this person was, I, here's what you need to do. You need to personally reach out to every one of those 72 leads. Because if you really need sales, that's your best bet. You got these leads. You paid for these leads. You need to reach out for them. And they're like, well, that's too much work. The reason that I want a marketing strategy with ads is because that takes too much time. 
I'm like, if you really want the sales, you'll reach out to the leads. I'm not saying you have to do that forever, but that's going to create success. And so that's getting into maybe a fourth trait of grit, but we're not talking about traits. Um, But the ability to be open to pivoting and feedback and ideas that maybe didn't work, and but you were so committed to them, or things that used to work and aren't working anymore. Don't put yourself in a box where you're like, it worked before, it has to work, because it's really just going to hold you back. So that's the third thing that our most successful clients are open to. And it's also, again, one of our company values. We're constantly shifting and changing. Strive to be better than yesterday. Let data drive our actions and decisions. Those two things drive our delivery. So our clients have that, but also, you know, doing a live launch requires the client's collaboration and being willing to show up for that. So those are the three things that our most successful clients have going for them in their marketing strategy, hands down every single time. You can take this as an opportunity to check your own strategy and see where you might be missing one of these things. And I hope you guys join me for my training. So hirschmarketing.com slash strategy. And you can save your spot. Remember, if you show up live, I will be giving away that crazy, amazing resource with all of our own personal launch assets, as well as our launch internal report, sharing what worked, what didn't. And then you can kind of see the process of what we follow too and how we make decisions based on the data. So I will see you guys September 14th, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Otherwise, I will talk to you on Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.